Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode number 30 of the Cheap Pop Podcast over here on CheapPop.net. I'm Nick. I'm here once again with Perry. Yeah. And uh, we're here to talk some more wrestling this week, as always. Uh, we got Raw results. We got Battleground predictions. Yes, another pay-per-view is around the corner. It Battle is Battleground. Ground. <laughs> um, and we also got a ton of news this week. A lot of stuff happened. Um, so, um, yeah, we got a lot of stuff to run down. So let's get right into it first with the Raw results. Raw was, Raw was I, gay once again. Oh man! Excuse me, I had a burp. But um, <laughs> Raw was um, Raw. I mean, this didn't feel like a go home show. I mean, I forgot almost that we had a pay per view coming up. It felt like a coming out party. Yeah, but um, yeah. Well, there, there were some good things on the show though. So we'll run down the main points. Um, uh, first was um, a match between uh, um. When at first they came, what, what was what was first? Hold on a second. What was fucking first? I got the results here, but it's saying that CM Punk versus yeah, was it CM Punk versus Biggie Langston? Yeah, yeah I C- heard that. Yeah, CM Punk versus Biggie Langston opened the show. Um, um, he, he was put into the match by um, Raw GM Brad Maddox, and I gotta say, Biggie Langston did not look that bad in this match. Um, that's not saying much because he usually looks horrible, but he didn't look that bad, and uh, Punk got the win with the GTS. And um, that was pretty much it. But um, we'll get to more. We'll get more to the whole Paul Heyman dynamic a little later, um, because this show got kind of weird. I'm a Paul Heyman gay. <laughs> oh my god! Um, next big thing we had the debut of Los Matadores. I think that's how you say it. Two and Puerto Rican guys playing a Mexican gimmick. And really gonna and, work. And their little midget bull. <laughs> midget bull. Yeah, that little bull in the midget, the co- the midget in the bull costume. I didn't see it. Oh well, he, he was a midget. Uh, well, I I, I, I or, uh, I'm sorry, dwarf. I don't know what the proper. He's a fucking midget. Come on. Yeah. But um, yeah, there was a video I saw of him. Actually, he's an actual wrestler from fucking Mexico, and he does some crazy shit. But this whole thing was a little weird. The oh, match he's is- a bull now. He got his nuts cut off, so don't expect to see him go crazy again. The the the, ma- the match itself. Wasn't that bad, but this gimmick looks fucking ridiculous. Um, they have a bullfighting entrance featuring sm- smoke, and um, he comes out and he does like a leap over like this tarp, and I'm like, what the fuck? And, like it, it literally looked it looked insane. Um, and these guys, if people don't know, it's it's isn't it Primo and Epico? Yeah, it's supposed yeah, to be. Yeah, it's. Supposedly Primo and Epico, it's just two Puerto Rican guys. Yeah, <laughs> playing a Mexican gimmick. Um, but yeah, so they, they got the win after a uh, a double backdrop thing. Um, so yeah, we'll we'll have to see how this goes. But it's not looking so strong after one week for the Los Matadores. Because I mean, I mean, I, again, I didn't hate the match. It was just the gimmick itself. The gimmick itself is a little fucking wacky, and they got a fucking bull jumping around and shit. And yeah. It's insane. <laughs> yeah. Um, next up, um, Triple H and Stephanie McMahon came out to confront the Rhodes family. The Rhodes family was in attendance. Cody, Dustin, and uh, uh, Dusty, um, they were all in the ring. And um, he they offered them a match at Battleground. If uh, They said if Cody and Goldust can team and defeat 
the WWE Tag Team Champions Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins of The Shield, they get their jobs back. If they lose, they will never work for the WWE again. And as a bonus, Dusty loses his job as a trainer for developmental talent. Why would anybody care about his job? After the Rhodes family agreed uh, agreed to the match, um, The Shield actually attacked them. And and here's the thing, though. I actually kind of dig this angle for yeah, what like it's it worth. The whole, yeah, so um, – and the – Plus, they're going to be in a match with the Shield. Um, there was original plans. Uh, I'm glad they got turned down of actually having Dusty in the match, and I don't think that would have been good because there were concerns about his age. And plus, I don't know if Dusty would have. Uh, yeah, I don't know how that would have worked out. But yeah, um, so yeah, but I I definitely am interested to see Goldust and Cody tag teaming against the Shield. That's going to be a good fucking match. So now, hey, uh, but, let me I'm ask you a question. Yeah, okay. Do you think one of the the brothers turns on each other? Set up that feud for WrestleMania? They they've been wanting to do it. It it would be a it would be a good time. I mean I don't I you know, it would be a good time. I mean, I don't know then how you um do you think like turn on them after they win or cost Cody the match? Uh cuz then like Cody Cody could turn on Goldust. Oh, okay. Or uh, I don't know. I, I don't know. If you're going to pull the trigger on that feud, you could get away with it here. But um, I expect them to win and get their jobs back. Yeah. Because they they all lost on TV for like a month straight. So they got to get that win back. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so we should be a good match. So, um, um, what were you in a death metal band just there? <laughs> Christ, um, I was taking my ultimate steroids. Uh, then we can go to a backstage segment where Paul Heyman was in the back with Curtis Axel and said that ever since Ryback saved his life, the flowers smell better and you know he um he has a spring in his step and um he said to Curtis Axel that he was going to go out and propose to Ryback in the ring and when I heard that I was like okay um this could be weird and um so Paul Heyman goes out to the ring he took his clothes off. <laughs> He with Ryback and he, um, you know, says the whole thing. He was saying to Curtis Axel how he feels like so happy to be alive since he saved his life and this and that. He gets on one knee and asks Ryback, "Will you be a Paul Heyman guy?" (laughs) (laughs) They were interrupted by CM Punk, who uh, pretended to be injured as he hopped over the the the. Look uh, at my knee! It's so injured. (laughs) As he jumps over the barricade, um, he lured Heyman in and then attacked uh, him with a kendo stick. Punk fought off Ryback and Axel with the stick before giving Axel a GTS. So, um, yeah, this is a, a weird segment. Um, not that I'm homophobic or nothing, though, so don't get it twisted. The I don't... GTR, go to Ryback. So, th- th- so don't get it twisted. I'm not homophobic at all. That's not why this is. It just, yeah, I mean, I know why they're doing it. I mean, apparently Vince McMahon asked for this segment. By the way. Paul Heyman ripped off my words. Did he? Yeah, he called Ryback a big, beautiful man. Oh. I could have sworn I said that about Mark Henry. Hey, I mean, he maybe Paul Heyman listens to this podcast. Who knows? Yeah, we're, me and him are from Westchester. And there you go. But, um, but yeah, uh, so, yeah, uh, not homophobic in any way. It was just a little weird how they did it. I know they they did it on purpose to be out there and a little fucking, you know, eccentric but um, but yeah, um, it was just a little weird. But 
hey, I'm still interested to see how this um how it goes down at Battleground. So we'll 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 see how that pans out. Um, the uh, the Shield um were in a triple threat match and they uh, faced uh, Dolph Ziggler and the Usos. And this is a very fun fucking match. Um, Vince Russo. No, not Vince. <laughs> Fuck Vince Russo. Um, anyway, the, but yeah, this is a very fun match. Uh, Roman Reigns uh, pinned Dolph Ziggler after a spear. I but, um, have a good idea. <laughs> Let's put this match on a pole. Um, then you go backstage. Then we'll have Austin come out on the beer truck. <laughs> then, then we'll then have you go- Rock come out and <laughs> wink at the camera. Oh, my God. And then Mick Foley will come out. <laughs> oh Jesus! But um, then you go backstage, and we have a uh, backstage interview with Big Show, where Big Show um appeared to finally snap and said he was going to go to Triple H's office and knock him out. He hunted Triple H down and waited in his office, but the police arrived to stop him. Stephanie McMahon then vouched for him and said some condescending stuff about his mortgage. And his ability to sexually satisfy his wife. Yeah, because, you know, the big show, you know, doesn't have a big show, which is ridiculous. Yeah. So, yeah, so Stephanie McMahon, she knocked my dude's meat game. You don't knock a dude's meat game. That's not something you do. And uh, this was just a little weird. I don't know what you're talking about. Meat game, like his dick. He yeah, can't I know, but... <laughs> but um... Are you sure you're not homophobic? <laughs> but, um... But yeah, so um, Big Show then punched a Triple H poster and walked out of his office. So, yeah, so he's just going to punch out Daniel Bryan on Sunday. Big deal. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's a swerve. I have swerved you all. Um, the, uh, <laughs> the, uh, the main segment of the, of the show was, um, was an in-ring confrontation between Daniel Bryan and Randy Orton. Orton came out and insulted Brie Bella, who we'll get to in a little bit with him, her and Brian. Uh, after. Yeah. Um, that should uh, be her new gimmick. Saying saying that uh, Orton said that um, she need uh, that uh, Brie needs to go to a real man, and um, Brian she needs is, to go to a, f- a fucking restaurant. Yeah, needs some um, food. Brian snapped, attacked Orton. Uh, Orton got the better of Brian and beat him up in front of a. Uh, Brie Bella on the outside, ultimately RKOing him through the announcer's table, which was a, a good segment uh, at the end of the show. And um, I thought it was really good when, um, like, the one thing I love about Orton as a heel is his mannerisms. I think he just works better as, like, a sadistic heel type character. And when he was, um, like, he was picking up, after he'd already beat the shit out of Brian, he's picking Brian up in front of Brie. He's sitting there and like she's like stop it stop it she's like, he's like the way he just said you want me to stop and the way he like picked up Brian and just fucking slammed him through the table I thought it was just a good little touch and um but yeah um I'm definitely interested to see uh, how they how they go out in this match and um yeah it's um yeah that was Raw that's how Raw ended so yeah uh but now let's get into the WWE Battleground predictions because there is another pay per view this week. It is um whoop they freaking do. Yeah, it is a uh, WWE Battleground and um Hey, you people need to donate so we can watch these pay-per-views <laughs> and we can review them for you. <laughs> yeah, because um cuz then after this we have another pay-per-view in 2 weeks, uh Hell in a Cell. So my god. 
Yeah, um, two two pay per views this month. Um, I don't know why they keep uh, me and Perry were talking before the show. I don't know why they keep doing this. To Every themselves. October, it's two pay per views. Yeah. Why? Um. Hey, why don't you bring back Halloween Havoc? You know, fuck this. Uh, what are we br- battleground? Yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah, I always I always liked. Um, Halloween Havoc as a name and a theme. Yeah, it's, for it's in October. Yeah, so but Get the big goblin with the pumpkin. Put the WWE logo on him this time. Get rid of the Slim Jim logo. Yeah, but Whatever, they're not going to do that. Fuck them. Anyway, um, so uh, this is the card. How it's listed online. I don't know what order these are going to be in, but one thing is for sure that the battleground uh, on the uh, the kickoff show, the pre-show on YouTube. It will be uh, Dolph Ziggler versus Damian Sandow in just a regular singles match, not for the title. Um, Who but... has the title? Oh, no, 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 no. Okay, I'm thinking of fucking... Oh, fuck. I'm thinking of Dean Ambrose. Never mind. Um, Dolph Ziggler versus Damian Sandow. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so it's going to be a singles match. Um, I think... Um, I don't know. I mean, they've been real mixed with Sandow, honestly. It's going to be a good singles match. I'll I'll pick fucking Sandow. Just because we'll we'll get into why I think so in a little bit, but I think Sandow. Who is who's fighting who? Dolph Ziggler versus Sandow. Uh, just regular singles match. Dolph Ziggler, because then Sandow will come in later and cash in. Okay, but um. Anyway, uh, next the first match that's um that's listed here is um Curtis Axel putting his Intercontinental Title on the line against R Truth. Ah, uh, who gives a fuck? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Axel, Axel, Axel yeah. Um, next uh, listed here is a uh, AJ Lever's Brie Bella putting her Divas Championship on the line. AJ Lee, I think. Um, Brie Bella wins unless Randy Orton gives her the RKO. That would be cr- that would be a- <laughs> that would be nuts. Why not? Um, He's fucking with Daniel Bryan's head before the main event. Yeah, that would work. Catch um, him off guard. Yeah, that's what I would book. Yeah. Um, Next thing listed here is a uh, CM Punk versus Ryback, and it's just a plain singles match. Um, I mean, I guess they're gonna have Ryback win it. Yeah, Ryback's gonna win. Yeah. Um, again, I don't know how long they're dragging this feud out. Um, I guess till whenever Brock Lesnar could come back or whatever they're gonna do. I still don't know what the fuck. Or they're it could doing. be a DQ. Could be. Could just be a to DQ. Cool these guys off for a few, you know, few minutes. Yeah, because I, I really don't know. Like, I don't. I, I really don't know how they're gonna dra- how long they're gonna drag this out for. Because I still don't know where the fuck this segment, this uh, this segment, this fucking storyline is going. Nobody knows. It's just a waste yeah. of time. It, it's th- it's them killing time, waiting for January. That's all it is. When they when Lesnar wants to come back, waiting so. for Goldberg. Oh well, hopefully for for Ryback's sake, Goldberg comes back because they don't got shit to do with him after this. He's coming back. All right, we'll see. I'm telling you, um, I told you Hogan was leaving TNA. Well, everybody knew Hogan was going to eventually leave TNA. Yeah, well, I knew. That was, that was he a was foregone conclusion. But um, anyway, yeah, the next thing listed here is um, Goldust and Cody Rhodes with Dusty in his, their corner versus uh, The Shield, Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins. Um, and, uh, yeah, if, if you know Goldust and Cody win, they will be reinstated by the WWE. And if The Shield wins, they'll never work for WWE again in Dusty will lose their his job. Who gives a fuck about Dusty's job? Uh, yeah, the Rhodes are gonna win. Yeah, 
Um, yeah, this is it, and, and this is this should be a good match. I'll, I'm also picking the Rhodes family. Plus, they can further the storyline. They win, and then on Monday they get more hurls thrown in front of them, and then you know finally the roster is going to get fed up and all stand up to these guys. So yeah, so that's exactly if they yeah. do that. They might not do it. They might just ignore it and be like, yeah, that's their own program. Whatever. Yeah, but um, next match listed on here is uh, Alberto Del Rio putting his championship on the line against Rob Van Dam. He should put his life on the line. I'm sick of seeing this guy. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, I think RVD is going to win it, and then Damian Sandow is going to cash in. Yep, that's exactly what I think. Or, finally... Ricardo turns heel on Rob Van Dam. Yes, yeah. E- either either one, yeah. It's either going to be if, but if RVD wins, definitely expect to hear the Sandow music. Um, I think that's a given. Plus, we'll get into why uh, RVD will be, you know, probably losing here in a little bit. And then um, next match is the main event: Daniel Bryan versus Randy Orton singles match for the vacant WWE Championship, and. Um, I mean, from the way it looked on, you know, if you go by the, the, the motto, I mean, it looks like Brian might get the upper hand, but I think this might end in a DQ. Um, I don't think they're going to put it on anybody. I mean, I mean, they could put it on Brian, but I don't know. I mean, because they've been booking Brian more strongly the last few weeks. Um, and plus, Orton got the upper hand on Monday. The bluff has got to be hell in a cell. Yeah. No one out, no one in. That's got to be the blow-off, so something's going to happen here. Yeah, Maybe so Big Show you. runs out and punches Brian in the face. Or yeah. Big Show goes to punch Orton out because he can't find Triple H. He accidentally hits Brian. Yeah, and then nobody would win because it would be a DQ. And then... No, Orton would win, but then but yeah, Triple but... H would be forced to give uh, Brian a rematch because um, you know Big Show fucking ruined the match. Well, but you can't win the title on a DQ. So technically, the well, Big Show can punch still... him out by accident, but the ref, did, you know, the ref doesn't. Yeah, 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 yeah. Orton gets the win, but uh, the, the only question is here, and everyone's been asking this online: if they didn't want Daniel Bryan to be the champion, why do you keep why do you keep giving this guy chance after chance to win it? Yeah, it, it, that that is true. Why just not take him out of the title picture? That is true. I don't fucking know, but. Anyway, yeah, uh, there's going to be some kind of fuck finish, and then, like you said, the payoff will probably be um, hell in the cell when they'll do, like, no one in, no one out. Yep, that's what they got to do. It's a yeah. payoff. Um, and then we'll have to see where they go from there. Or the blow-off of the feud, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, but, um, but yeah, uh, so that so that's uh, Battleground. That's the, uh, that's the card, and um, yeah, hopefully it delivers. And, um, yeah, then we got to get ready for another pay-per-view in two weeks. So, there we go. Uh, so, now let's get into the news. Um, there's a lot of news to go down, so we're going to uh, try to get all get through all these. Um, yeah, uh, so the first thing uh, that we're going to talk about today is... is um, Ric Flair has what? signed a deal with Twix Candy. He has? No. Oh, okay. Um <laughs> Oh my god, but um, <laughs> um yeah, uh apparently um they there is a well we mentioned R V D a little bit earlier and talking about how he would lose at the pay per view. Um 
and that's because he's probably going to be written off TV for a little bit as his um, – we talked about him taking time off before um, because they said he had a limited contract and that he – that it was in his contract that he'd be taking some time off. But now it's coming out that actually his contract was only a three-month deal and that now he has to re-sign another contract. So technically his contract expired I think the first of the month and uh-huh. he's working till you know this Sunday. And so now he's got to have to gonna have to renegotiate, and he'll be written off TV until he renegotiates. So, um, yeah, uh, honestly, um, I mean, I hope he resigns because he's been over. He's been putting on good matches for the most part, except for like one I can think of. Um, and uh, and yeah, yeah. I, well, I mean, I, I at returns. the end of the day, the guy has nowhere else to go. He's gonna have to work out some sort of a deal, or he's done. Yeah, because there's no other company he can go to. He's not going to go back to TNA. That would make no sense. No, no. They, they, he would be the he would be dumbass of the year if he went back to TNA. He'd be he'd be cracked out if he went back to TNA. But um, but yeah. So I mean, I think they'll eventually come to an agreement, and if that means him taking a month or two off or something or a month off or whatever, I guess so be it. I mean. They're they're gonna want to back probably for Survivor Series. I mean they'll, they'll they don't give a shit if he misses Hell in a Cell. Yeah, but yeah, so we'll have to wait and see. But hopefully, like, because I, 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 this game is a shocker to me because like we thought when we were talking about it, there was original reports that he had signed like like at least almost a year year long deal when it first came out. But now all this stuff is coming out that no it was originally just like thirty you know thirty days and this and that and it's just I yeah it, it, it's a lot a lot of weird stuff coming out um and hopefully if they resign they resign for a longer period um so so just so they're not doing this in a, again in another three months at least sign them throughout wrestlemania yeah but maybe this is just their way maybe he t- took a drug test or they're gonna drug test and wwe's like he ain't gonna pass it so let's just make pretend his contract's fucked up <laughs> that could you never be know true. it could be true too um that could that could definitely be true. You never know what RVD. Yeah, he, how come this is out of nowhere now? Things have like, changed all of a sudden. And he likes his green. Yeah, um, maybe he failed a test, and instead of reporting it, they were like, you know what? Go take a vacation for a couple months. Yeah. Let's keep it interest. Let's make Triple H look good. That uh, he had an outing with this guy, and he was able to bring him back again. Yeah, makes the company look good. Yeah, but um, anyway, uh, the next uh next thing on the um. The newswire here is that uh, um, Vince McMahon will um, probably be returning uh, maybe as soon as uh, this coming week. Um, uh, there was plans to keep McMahon off TV until November, but with the recent Raw rating um, coming in and it being pretty low, um, they're speculating that um, – Vince McMahon will come back sooner rather than later, and he might come back as a face. Um, so, with the original plans, where he, there was original talk of him come back as a heel and aligning with his his family, um, but now he might be going against Stephanie and Triple H as a babyface. So, the power struggle continues. I'm guessing. Uh, in who cares? This, this whole storyline sucks. And they're supposed to drag this out until fucking WrestleMania. Because that's when they want to have the big payoff. Right? Oh my god! So they're dragging. We guys still got another like what six months of this crap. 
Hulk Hogan so, comes in. Oh my god! I, I, no, I, not, hopefully not in a match. Hopefully, no. Yeah, he's gonna wrestle Triple uh, H. Uh, all right. Well, then the you'll know. The, you'll, uh, the battle of the Triple H's. The Hollywood battle. Hulk Hogan, three H's. Hunter <laughs> Hearst Helmsley, three H's. If that happens, you'll never see you'll never see me again. You'll never hear from me again. I'll just drive off into the abyss and never come back. But anyway, yeah. So Vince McMahon returning to WWE TV because of low ratings. Anyway, um, there's also uh, early uh, news about plans for CM Punk at WrestleMania. Um, apparently, CM Punk wants to. Um, I well, not CM Punk, but the creative team. They pitched the idea of CM Punk facing Randy Orton, um, and that no additional, um, no additional details have been disclosed. So, um, yeah, I, I don't know what, how this would lead to CM Punk versus Randy Orton. Maybe it'd be for the title. Um, I don't know, but yeah, I guess okay. I mean, again, it's too early to tell. They don't even know what they want to do, but. We'll have to wait and see. Um, also, something we've been talking about for quite a while now. Ryback has called out Bill Goldberg. Yes, uh, yes, that was going to be my next story, actually. In an interview that he did with some Indian newspaper. Yeah. Uh, Ryback said something to the effect of, can you find that? Yeah, I, I, I can pull it up. Because I typed it in, it's not coming up. Yeah, um, I think I, I'll go to my Facebook real quick. I still got the link. Um, but just give me a second, people. Yeah. Um. This is me filling the dead air. Um. Uh. Yeah, here we go. Ryback blames WWE.com for Goldberg chants. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Ryback was being interviewed by a Indian, well, like you said, newspaper or whatever. And uh, he was asked about the Ryback, uh, the, the Goldberg chants, and he said, um, when I first started with the WWE, I did not get the Goldberg chants right away. That's bullshit. Uh, but then when WWE.com website actually posted an article, because the people that run the website aren't necessarily ones at TV, they wrote that I channeled Bill Goldberg for my matches, which is completely false. So what, whatever Creative Genius did that, a bunch of people read that article on the website, and the chance start, started a week after. Well, I guess Joey Styles the, is getting fired. <laughs> because of the brilliant article that was posted. It's something that never bothers me, but I'm a man of my own identity, and eventually people... The, the people that keep chanting it, they're going to make me a ton of money because I'm going to have to beat him eventually. We'll we'll get him back and I'll beat him. So yeah. that's what he said. Um, Goldberg responded. And what did he say? Just he downplayed the whole thing, right? Yeah, Goldberg said good luck with that. Yeah. So. Now, did Goldberg mean good luck with that trying to get him to go back to WWE or good luck with that trying to beat him? Probably both. <laughs> Probably both, but hey, I'm telling you, it's doing something with Goldberg and Ryback. I'm telling you, it, it's obvious they want to. No, I they got they got something going on. He signed that video game deal. Okay, I, I mean, look, I, look, I, look. Like I said, the, the, anything the, can happen. It's but. how it's just ironic. You got the video game coming out. I think oh, the yeah. DVD comes out tomorrow. 
Uh, not tomorrow. I'm sorry. Uh, on uh, this coming Tuesday. Tuesday. Right? I'm gonna be yeah. there. I'm gonna get that. Yeah, it looks uh, looks good. Yeah, and it just so happens that Ryback in the same month, or in the same couple of uh, time frame between the DVD, all of a sudden now. And yeah. the game is coming out at the end of the month too, with Goldberg in it. Something's yeah. going on. Hey, I'd I'd be interested to see it. I mean, I I probably want to see... save it as a surprise for everybody. Yeah, I mean, yeah, how, I mean, how I, cool I, would that be? Obviously, we both know. Ryback's in the ring. They're chanting Goldberg at him. Fucking real Goldberg walks right out. Yeah, just spears him. No, <laughs> he comes out and he cuts a promo real quick. Oh, well. And he goes, I guess who's next, Ryback? And Ryback's like, Paul Heyman? And he goes, <laughs> you're next. And he spears him. Oh, man. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, so, yeah, the, the, it may be, you know, maybe true. So we'll, we'll see. We'll have to wait and see. But, yeah, it is definitely, uh, ironic how they Remember are. Remember that movie where Goldberg speared Hitler down the elevator shaft? <laughs> wait, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> wait, that, is that a real movie? Uh, it was Universal Soldier: The Return. Oh gosh! He didn't spear Hitler. <laughs> he speared some guy through a elevator shaft or something. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! Now, if oh. they made Schindler's List two, <laughs> then he should have speared Hitler through an elevator shaft. Schindler's List two. Oh god! <laughs> oh man! Ho- hopefully, no one in Hollywood actually hears this. Like, That's a good idea. <laughs> I hope they List do. Two. Jesus Christ! You better get a paycheck for that shit. Yeah, <laughs> I've been saying that for years. <laughs> That's been a running joke. But um, but yeah, so we'll, we'll wait and see what um what comes <laughs> to that. And speaking of WWE return uh returns um, Stacy Keebler is in the news uh for wanting to return uh one night only apparently as of right now. One night um, only. Yeah, a one night only return. For a large payoff, um, Stacy Keebler. Um, what is she a fucking hooker now? Said that. Uh, said it in this week's National Enquirer that that um, she is interested in returning to the sports entertainment organization for financial reasons because she has refused to scale back on the luxurious lifestyle she became accustomed to while dating Hollywood heavyweight George Clooney. Wow, uh, uh, at least she's honest, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Stacy is considering making a one-time appearance on the wrestling circuit, um, but it's got to be a cash-heavy offer. Um, since the split, apparently Stacy has had to give up a lot, but she still buys the best of everything and splashes out the big bucks every week at the spa. She has two trainers, a health coach, and a private chef. She estimates she needs over fifty thousand a month to support her current lifestyle. What? A million. Yeah, a million-dollar appearance fee would cover her expenses for a year and leave enough left over to make a serious investment in something. Bitch, we got <laughs> real people in the real world trying to pay, pay bills. And you spend 50000 a week? A month. A month. Yeah, that's still a lot. I mean, that's fucking a lot. I mean, I, I like Stacey. She seems like a, a, you know, a decent... But that that's a little bit, I mean... That's I mean, overboard. Yeah, it's just... It says in 2009, the former diva had her management team approach WWE about guest hosting an episode of Raw, but they never heard anything back. She revealed in an interview that year with the Baltimore Sun that no one has contacted me. I actually had my management contact them, and nobody ever got back to us, so I guess they're not interested. Since then, there have, there have been numerous rumors of Keebler returning to the organization. More recently, the Sun alleged in July that she was looking to return to the ring. 
in WWE. However, the WWE denied the rumor informing someone online that the organization officials were not speaking to her. And um, so, yeah, 50000 a month. So she wants a million dollars to appear for one time. And that, they said that would cover her for a year and would leave money left over for her to invest in something. Like, bitch, are you serious? Yeah, this is... Like, she has it all planned out. Like, she's going to come back, get a million dollars, spend this much money on her sh- personal shit, and then invest, put the rest what of the money... What was she making when she worked there? Like, $100,000 a year? Uh, well, How now, I mean, she, she was... She was hanging with George Clooney. He makes fucking probably that in, like, a minute. So what? It so means she's nothing used to WWE. To, yeah. I know. I'm just saying that she doesn't... I mean, I, I guess... I'll give her credit for being honest. She doesn't want to give up the luxurious lifestyle, but bitch, that's a fucking lot of money. That is a lot of money. Two trainers, a health coach, and a private chef. And she splashes out the big bucks every week at the spa. Well, there you go. Um, Good for her. Oh, man. Jesus Christ. Um, I knew you were in it for the money, bitch, but Jesus Christ. Anyway, um, let's get to some more news because there's more news. Um, we've already gone through a lot of stuff, but she there's a um... fucking Ted Turner deal. <laughs> she needs to sign with Turner, and then the whoever she signs with goes out of business, and she sits home for three years collecting a paycheck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, hey, you know, she needs a Bill Goldberg deal. Um, WWE is not going to pay her that much money for one night, though. That's insane. Oh, yeah, no. Even for a WrestleMania payoff, they're not going to go shell out money for her. No way. No, 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 no. Not, yeah, no. She's not. It would have to be like a year or something. There's no Yeah, where she'd work a limited schedule. Maybe I could see that. But but not for for a a one night. A woman wrestler with a limited schedule, not going to happen. Yeah, no. Not for the money that she wants. A million dollars. Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. She should go work for TNA. They'll pay her. Because, you know, she'll get that rating up to a two when they don't have TV anymore. <laughs> um, uh, more news um, from backstage at Raw. Apparently, uh, Dusty Rhodes legitimately upset Stephanie McMahon. Oh, my God. Oh, man. How boo-hoo. dare this man? A boo-hoo. You obese son of a bitch. Yeah. Um, during his promo this week. Uh, with Stephen McMahon on Raw. He put his uh, hand up and said, bitch. Yeah, he put his hand up and pretty much gave the talk to hand motion and cut Stephanie off, which apparently was off script. Um, and uh, Stephanie was really upset about it. And um, she was leg- she was uh, being described as legitimately angry. And um, This woman's angry at everyone. Um these are some negative people. You know, one thing huh? one thing that's well known about Dusty is that all of his mic work is unscripted, and that he is trusted to go out there and cut an effective promo with hitting all those necessary talking points. In his first promo, that ended up with him being knocked out by the Big Show two weeks ago. The promo was highly regarded backstage, but Stephanie was also said to be upset after that segment too, when Dusty kept cutting her off instead of letting her compete complete her line to get the intended reaction. So, what's Stephanie's grand plan when everything's <laughs> said and done? Her husband's just going to be the only wrestler in WWE. Hey, I, I guess. Yeah, I mean, is that what? I mean, what's going on with these people? She is always negative on people. Yeah. Every time. How how is she going to run the company? Really? How is she going to run it? Yeah. She's down on everybody. 
you know, she's she holds everyone up to like she holds herself up to like this high regarded place in the wrestling industry. She hasn't earned it yet. Yeah. You know, she's going to take over and we'll see how she goes. But she can't have that attitude anymore, especially if she's going to run a company. Yep. It's not going to work. People are going to leave. They're going to go start another company. Yeah. But um. Whatever. Yeah. So we'll we'll move right into the uh, the next bit of news, um, which is um details um from Vince McMahon and Ultimate Warrior's private meeting. Ooh. Um, that was held over SummerSlam weekend. Oh my um, God. There was um there was reports that that Ultimate Warrior Vince McMahon would be holding a private meeting back when Ultimate Warrior was announced that he signed a uh, a license uh, you know a Legends deal with the company and um Ultimate Warrior um. Is it's being discussed that Ultimate Warrior will be inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame during WrestleMania 30 weekend, and it's seeming more and more like a lock every single day. As first reported in August, Warrior and Vince McMahon held a private meeting over SummerSlam weekend while Warrior was in town for the WWE 2K14 festivities. It's now being said that the discussion that weekend, as expected, revolved around Warrior entering the Hall of Fame in some sort of uh, Legends deal. To be clear, there is no deal as of yet. For with the Ultimate Warrior and WWE, but it said the Warrior is more opening to having a deal with them than he has been in the past. Um, so good, yeah. he deserves it. Yeah, and um, yeah, I mean that was bullshit. What they did with that DVD, I mean it was it was a funny DVD, yeah. and they didn't, they didn't completely bash the guy in the DVD, but no. they made fun of him a lot. Um, it was a fun DVD, but at the same time, it's like come on, you know. If the guy really held him up for money, that's fine. I can understand, but you know that was just people fucking around with the guy. Yeah. And um, we have one little last bit of WWE news before we get into some TNA stuff. Oh boy! Um, but um, it, it just it's, it's small, and I know it's nothing big. I just want to send we want to send out congratulations to Daniel Bryan and Brie Bell, even though she's a skeleton. Um, Daniel Bryan, I mean, hey, props to you. Um, your ugly ass fucking got, got a pretty attractive girl, and there you go. So have fun being miserable with marriage. Yeah, I know. Well. I know that. <laughs> I know that was a da- a little down note there, but yeah. Um, but so seriously though, you know, props to them. And uh, hey, I mean, I, I guess it's only good that he's uh he's marrying the sister of somebody that Cena might be marrying down the line. So who knows? Oh, which brings me to Total Divas real quick. Oh, okay. On the uh, the season one B that will debut on television in November, John Cena has Nikki Bella move in with him. Uh oh. But his lawyers make her sign a. She moves in as a quote guest of the home. <laughs> and she gets all upset, and she's like, "Why? Why?" I'm not gonna lie. I would give John Cena. All the high fives in the world because of that. That is hilarious. He's got to do it. He's got to protect that, his money. That is hysterical. <laughs> oh my god! How the fuck well, hey, does he know this girl's not going to steal his money? Yeah. Hey, I mean, yeah, I, I guess yeah. <laughs> More power to him. I mean, I would do the same shit. He just lost a lot of fucking money in his divorce. Yeah, it was his fault. But that motherfucker paid out of the ass. Yeah. He is not going to do that again. No. So yeah, I mean, it's more, more power to him. But um, but yeah, I'll, I'll have to check that out. By the way, on Total Divas, the final episode, um, 
They had John Cena's older brother and his male partner. <laughs> <laughs> and they kept, like, showing him making jokes and everything, and they showed him, like, make out. Oh, jeez. He's, uh, he's with some black guy. Oh, wow. So his older brother looks like John Cena, but he's, like, making out with, like, some D'Lo Brown-looking guy. <laughs> D'Lo Brown. <laughs> it's like D'Lo Brown and Ron Simmons had, like, a retarded oh, son or something. <laughs> God. Jesus Christ. He knows how to pick them then. Jesus Christ almighty. Oh, jeez. But, um... Yeah. Anyway, yeah. get that in there. <laughs> uh, anyway, let's get into some TNA stuff. Um... The big question uh, that everybody's been wondering is TNA going out of business. Um, dun, dun, dun. Yeah, um, is TNA Danger going out of business? Well, uh, Dave Meltzer reported on it in the Wrestling Observer this week um, that um, uh, there's an underlying feeling that the company will still survive somehow, but not under the Carter family. The main reason that they cite is that uh, Spike TV simply won't want to lose the product. They also speculate that the Carter family would rather sell the company to make some money back as opposed to closing its doors down for good. Um, looking ahead to 2014, many questions loom around for the future of the company. Will the Carter family sell TNA? If so, who would be willing to purchase a company that is currently in a money pole? Ted Turner. Um, will more roster cuts be made? Will Impact remain on the road or go back to one set location? Whatever's the case, it seems that the answer to the original question is that the company is indeed in danger of closing. If significant changes are not made very soon, excuse me. Oh, Carter, I thought it wasn't. I thought they well, were number one rated pay per view <laughs> show in uh, India or whatever, and, and all in the UK. Yeah, the highest rated show. But yeah, I mean, I, I can definitely see the Carter family selling TNA again. It's gonna go under. I don't fuck it. I don't know who would buy it. No one's gonna buy but, shit. It's gonna go under, or it's gonna go bankrupt. It's gonna go under. After the bankruptcy proceedings, McMahon will buy it for pennies on the dollar. He'll have the trademarks, the licensing, and he'll have the videos. Just yeah. like he did with ECW. He got ECW for nothing, too. You realize that Vince McMahon paid under $10 million for WCW yeah. and ECW. And the majority, that, the majority of that was probably WCW because ECW was worth, like, pennies when he bought that shit, no, honestly. WCW, he paid four. I'm sorry. He paid uh How much did I say he bought under under 10 million, right? Yeah, between the two. He bought WCW for 4 million. No. And WCW lost 80 million. Jesus Christ. The year prior. So he bought WCW for basically nothing. Uh ECW a lot less than that. Yeah. Um but yeah, and uh, also before we move on, um where uh, we have to mention the whole uh, Hulk Hogan walking out angle on um, that's going to be going on on TV, and there was a good um, it just ended actually probably y- yeah um as we didn't see it. this we don't watch now. it but um there is a uh, there's a good art- article written over on CagesideSeats.com um that uh that really um broke down what Dave Meltzer said in the Wrestling Observer um. As uh, what Dave Meltzer said uh, uh, is uh, on the second show, Hogan quit with Dixie Carter grabbing him by the ankles and begging him to stay. When questions were asked, they were asked that they and they were about how absolutely stupid it was for the owner to act like she didn't care about Styles, who headlined Bound for Glory. 
but did about Hogan. It was said that at Hogan's contract included creative control of everything he was involved with. This was the only exit he would do where he left on his own without endorsing <laughs> anyone, putting anyone over, nor even ridiculing or burying them on the way out. Which they is buried nothing the entire new, company on the way out. Which is, which is nothing new because Hogan is a sack of shit. So not surprised that he wouldn't want to put anybody over. Um, it should be noted that Hogan and Eric Bischoff's M.O. these days is to sometimes do fake firings and leavings. And they are more likely to do that now than ever before. Devon Dudley. It used to be that it used to be that the goal was to make money, but now when it seems like that's impossible, the goal is it is to fool their critics so they can get satisfaction in the form of intellectual superiority. Oh yeah, that that really works. Here's out. the thing: <laughs> Hogan's all over. The day after Hogan's contract ended with TNA, he was on WWE.com's front page. Yeah, he won the WWE polls. Yeah. So um, he's coming back. Yeah, those in the company were given the indication. And it if was he's a, not it was coming back, well. if he's not coming, if this is all just a big coincidence, then WWE looks like fucking idiots right now. Yeah. Um. So if it's an angle, but, they are working most of the company because everybody believes Hogan. I don't, is I don't think so. But um, I think this is it. He's done, and that's it. He's gonna be on uh, WrestleMania 30. Yeah, um, it says, um, you know, it, it, it makes sense for Hogan to dude, go out on the dude, highest possible. If you, if you had Hogan's ego. Yeah. All right. And this is what you were able, this is the way you were able to go out. Right as the ship is sinking. You're yeah. You're going to go do it. Yeah. Uh, uh, okay, yeah. But at the same, I mean, it doesn't change the fact that Hogan's a fucking, you know, a sack of shit. I mean, I, well, I don't no, know. I know, but for him. Yeah. This is like the greatest thing he could have done. Yeah. It's um, a big middle finger to them on the way out. Yeah. He and signed it, with the WWE video game. They didn't like it. They fired Brooke in retaliation. Now he booked them, he booked them into a corner, literally. So. Yeah. Um, um, it just goes to show that TNA made the wrong decision the whole it time. Makes, it makes TNA look – I mean I'll, I'll read the end of this article. It says it makes sense for Hogan to go out on the highest possible note if one is only thinking about Hogan. But it makes TNA look just as second rate as they actually are. If the Hulkster decides to stay and doesn't get a better deal somewhere else, no one is coming out of this looking any better. Because once again, it is still all about Hulk Hogan while AJ Styles and Austin Aries and Bobby Roode of the world are hanging in the shadows. The more things change and all that. So there you go. So yeah, Hogan. It's TNA's um, fault. Yeah. It's TNA's fault. I mean, what can you do? Yeah. And that's going to be on the Rise and Fall of TNA DVD. <laughs> that scene of her grabbing his leg and begging him to stay. That's going to be the cover. <laughs> yeah. That's going to be the cover. It's her grabbing his ankles, begging him to stay. That's going to be the death of TNA cover of the book. Oh, now, nah, TNA, it, if you were Hogan and that's how you could go out and you could get away with it, you're going to do it. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm not shocked at all by this because it's fucking Hulk Hogan. Let's not forget. It's hard to believe this is a work for one reason. It's too many coincidences with WWE and he's in the video game. Yeah. So, you know, I think that just goes to show. He's going to be there for WrestleMania. It just so happens that with WrestleMania only a few months away, you know. 
Yeah. He happens to pull this crap with TNA. It's TNA's fault. For years, people were telling TNA, push the young guys, and they didn't. And now they're going to pay. They're going to pay the ultimate price. Yeah, instead of pushing the young guys, they paid washed-up veterans. The young guys are the old guys now. Yeah, pretty much. He's almost 40 years old. Yeah, he's in his mid-30s. I mean... You know, I mean, he's these like guys. 30s. He's like 38. Yeah. But anyway, um, that that's it for the news, though. We ran through a lot. That was like almost like 10 news stories. We ran through those pretty quick. Um. Yeah. Well, uh, do we have a viewer mail this week? Viewer mail? Yeah, we Anything? do. Okay, cool. Let's get into the viewer mail. We have 14 um, different people asking. Whoa. I'm kidding. <laughs> Um, again, if you want to send in your questions, it's cheappoppodcastyt at gmail.com. Um, that's where you can send all your viewer mail, and we can read it here on the show. So, Let's uh, fire off with Daryl. All right, Daryl. Good old Daryl. Any chance on the possibility on doing a live call-in and maybe having a guest on the show, like a current or former pro wrestler or any legends? We don't know uh, any wrestlers. I would love to have a wrestler on the show one day. Um uh, I I mean, hopefully we get to that status one day where we have an audience because, you know, they're not just going to come on any other old show. But, um... Let's have Candace Michelle on this show. <laughs> come on. <laughs> but, um... But, yeah, and uh, as far as a live show, um, I'm actually looking into some things that we can do. Yeah, uh, he's looking to move next door to my house. <laughs> no, um, but um, but yeah, I mean, I am looking into ways that we could do live shows, ways I can make the recordings better. So yeah, that's definitely a possibility. It's not under. It's nothing I can't. You know. Yeah, I, I noticed something with the recording a while ago. W- what? I don't know if it's my mic, but I seem to come out lower than you. I don't the, know what on the final version, and then it just sounds like I can't hear it. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Um. I'm 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 thinking about doing um to record because um apparently it's better to record over um I don't, I don't you've heard of Google Hangout yeah yeah the, apparently the the quality on that is incredible and they give you like an MP3 to download right after you're done wow um bro- like broadcast and you can broadcast live too so if people wanted to come in but you could also do not live but you can also do live shows too on there. So it could be like a two in one punch. So that actually ties into his question. Um, we so we're, we're definitely looking into it. I still got to look more into it to see what the whole you know how much better the quality would be. Um, but yeah, there there's definitely things being th- thrown around about that. And yes, I would love to have a wrestler, if it's an old wrestler, a young wrestler, whatever, on the show. Um, I, I would I would love to do an interview. Now here's, so. here's a question I've always had. Okay, if we have a wrestler on the show, do we have to send him a check or something? No, no, no. I, I mean, no. I, I mean, if they're just going on here to promote something, then no, it's just promotion. Like that, that's pretty much that's what I was saying. Like a wrestler's only going to come on here if we have a big enough audience and they have something to promote. We should get like, that Brian Anthony guy <laughs> because we we promoted his website the one day. His finishing move, the five star Anthony, <laughs> and then the his the GTA go to Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> go to Anthony. Oh my god. But um but yeah, I mean so like if we ever got like if, if like say like we by the time we get to like 
next March or whatever, like by the time we started, like, and we're like a year in and we get like a couple hundred, we have like a couple hundred listeners. Then, you know, I mean, hey, a wrestler could come on and say, hey, I got a, you know, something I am promoting or an appearance I'm Let's promoting. Let's get Goldberg on the show. Oh, God. Well, we got, I think we got a long ways to go till we Why? get Goldberg. He's but. not signed. <laughs> well, at least he's pretending like he's not signed. <laughs> You say, hey, but, um, Bill, how'd you like The Longest Yard? Oh, it was a great movie. All right, thanks. <laughs> I mean, I, I've heard of some shows like uh, that pay wrestlers to get on here so they gain, so they can gain publicity and gain viewers. So, like, you know, like, say if we did pay Goldberg, like, say, hypothetically, we were just some small fucking, you know. What are we going to give him, 50 bucks? <laughs> so say technically we had money, like, we used, like, fucking PayPal donations or some shit to give to Goldberg. Not saying we would, but saying that we did. And then he, like, you know, tweeted out, like, that week, like, I'm going to be on this show, watch out for this website, blah, 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 blah. And he comes on, and we just get fucking fans from his Twitter and Facebook followers or whatever. No, he promotes us, he comes on, and we're like, you're an asshole. What? (laughs) What? (laughs) And then we hang up on him. That would be so (laughs) Oh, my God. Jesus Christ! You want to talk about a Twitter tirade after that? He's gonna fucking he'll spear his phone. We we would be on every fucking news website because he would just go off on us. Every fucking every fucking we we'd be like we'd make we'd probably make the Observer. Sadly, but um, but yeah, uh, Goldberg. But uh, but yeah, no, uh, but yeah, good question. But definitely, um, we're we're looking into it. So. Be on the lookout for that. Anything, any updates, we will announce it on the show or on Facebook or Twitter. So, again, if you're not following us on Facebook or Twitter, do that. So, yeah. Uh, now the question goes for both Cheap Pop and the Game Complainer shows. What if one of you, Perry, Nick, or Anthony, is sick under the weather? Or one of you is out on vacation for a week and is unavailable for the week? <clears throat> oh, God. What is going to happen for the show? Question mark. Is someone going to host solo, or we might have a guest or postponed show for that week? Actually, this has happened. Get a replacement. Well, no, this has actually happened, Nick. Do you not remember? Uh, I think in August I went to uh, Ohio. Oh, yeah. And we did Skype over my phone. Yeah, and I recorded it. Yeah, you recorded it. You uploaded it. We were good. Yeah. Uh, Here's the deal. Usually we wait for each other. Yeah. Because there was a time where uh, Cheap Pop, we missed it for like a week or two because Nick had some stuff going on. So we tend to just respect each other and wait. Yeah. Um, and, if, and if something ever came up where like if it was like something where he couldn't – if Perry could – say Perry couldn't record but there was like just some like big news story or something, I would do like a small little solo clip but nothing like major. Like, yeah, like but, a breaking news update or yeah, something. Yeah, like something that's like tw- 15, 20 minutes long. I mean, nothing, nothing major. Like, say if like TNA closed down or some shit, and he oh, Barry I'll was, be there for that. <laughs> Barry's gonna, Barry's gonna. That's be- gonna be like a four-hour show. <laughs> oh Jesus! Yeah, Christ. but um, but yeah, no, um, so yeah, we usually just wait it out, and say if like my brother can't do game complainers, I would fill in for him or something. Yeah, or, that almost you know. happened once. Yeah, but you know, so and who knows, stuff like that might happen once or twice because you know shit happens. You know, you can't tell what's going to go on you can get sick and be fucking you know here's the thing though we try to just respect each other and wait yeah because we have the chemistry and we want to keep it that way 
Yeah. Because, you know, having a guest on, we had Darcy on, Darcy yeah. Miller. Yeah, shout um, out to him. He was he was a good guest. Yeah, it was great. Um, yeah. We do want to have more people on. We just have to get we have to get a plan together, and then we will let the people know at some point. Yeah, we just don't we just don't want to make it too often. We want to keep it, you know, and we want to have different people on every. T- if we're gonna do it, yeah, we're not gonna have the same guy. Like Darcy wants to come back. Well, you're gonna have to wait. You're out of rotation now, dude. Yeah, it's, it's nothing personal. <laughs> it's just you know we got other people asking, and you know we'll 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 get around to it. So it's you know. It's it's you know we'll 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 get around to it and uh yeah so that's that we will work on it yeah okay another question what are your favorite heels of all time in wrestling oh man mine Jesus. are ravishing Rick Rude Mr Perfect Million Dollar Man Hollywood Hulk Hogan Triple H and The Rock from two thousand three um favorite heels um Roddy Piper. Uh, Jesus Christ. Um, uh, uh, man, I'm trying to think. Um, I guess kind of like early Stone Cold, I guess, like when he was still kind of like a heel, even though he was getting fucking babyface pops. Um, yeah. Uh, Jesus Christ. Um, I didn't really mind Brett as a heel, even though some people didn't like it. I didn't mind, even though his mic skills as a heel were kind of eh, but Brett as a heel was good. Um, four out of ten. <laughs> four out of ten. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, a rock, 2003 Rock is on that list too. Um, love that gimmick. Um, yeah, but here's the thing. 2003 Rock was great, but um, I guess his favorite. I, th- I thought he meant most hated. Yeah, all right. So I'll go Rock 2003, Steve Austin, um, Triple H when he was with China because it was something new, that my time crap that they were doing. Oh, uh, yeah. SummerSlam 99 and before that, like right before that when he got yeah. up to the scene. Um, God, what else? Uh, <coughs> Shawn Michaels always played a good heel. Even though oh, he was yeah. cracked out on cocaine half the time. I love the Michael's heel turn when he turned heel on Hogan too. That was when he would even though it was brief. On Hollywood but, Hogan. Yeah. Yeah, Hollywood Hogan. He went to Florida from New York. Man, he made those southern people hate his ass. Yeah, man, he he knocked it out of the park. Yeah, Hogan there's a reason why Hogan's the Babe Ruth of uh WWE. Yep. Yeah. And that's why you'll be seeing him return. Uh Jesus Christ. Thank you for reminding me. But um but yeah, uh, so yeah, those are our tops, I guess, heels. Uh if here's another question. I think this is the last question, but it's really long. If you were head of the creative team for WWE, what storyline would you create? Who oh. would you bring back on the main roster? Guys oh, from NXT or any current or former wrestler of the past? Which defunct championship would you bring back? Which WWE shows and pay-per-views of the past are going to be brought back? What? Are you going to bring back the Attitude Era with a more modern side? (laughs) Or keep it more family-friendly PG show? That is it. Thank you, guys. Oh, fuck. Wow. Um, That's like a whole other show. Um, Let's just run through this. It's not that hard. Okay, first one. What's the first one? First question. If you were head of the creative team, what storyline would you create? Um, I would make sure fucking 
we got a fucking Austin vs. CM Punk match. Okay. You bet, your, bet your fucking ass. And I that, guess that's your second answer. Who would you bring back to the main roster? Stone Cold. Okay. Yeah, okay. Which defunct championship would you bring back? Ooh. See, but I, 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 I already I, think there's... I have a good answer, but I already think there's ahead. too many titles, so I don't know. I mean... I think there's room for one more championship, and one of your guys could hold it very well. But uh, I'll, I'll let you answer the next question. Which WWE shows and pay-per-views of the past are you going to bring back? Um, I would just rename everything what it was. Like I mean, Backlash, I, No Mercy, yeah, No yeah, Way Out. Just, yeah, and it may, maybe scale down on a few, but because I think there's too many fucking pay-per-views as there is. I don't think there, there's no need for a pay-per-view every month, honestly. But, um, but yeah, I would change the names back. I wouldn't like change like make them like stipulation pay-per-views or whatever. I would just change the names back. Maybe make like oh, October Halloween shit. Havoc or... Do you remember the next question was would you bring back the Attitude Era? And uh, No. Because like I've stated on here before, you know, everybody loved the Attitude Era. But the Attitude Era was for a time. People always sit there and they say that, oh, you know, uh, we need the Attitude Era back. And it's just like, if they brought the Attitude Era back, it would look cheap. It would look like a rigorous attempt. The Attitude Era happened. It's over. It's done with. Live with it. It's done. I'm sorry to you, all you fucking smarks with your thumb up your ass, but it's done. It is. And and, and I love the Attitude Era, but that, it's just, it's, it's done. It wouldn't work nowadays. It wouldn't. It fit. It was just the right time, right place. That's it. I don't think WWE knew it was going to get as big as it did. It just skyrocketed. They had Stone Cold Steve Austin. They had The Rock. They had Triple H. They had all these guys fucking, you know, just bringing this company to heights it never seen before. And it was just the right place, right time. And, yeah. And I would keep it. I know one of the questions was that if I would keep it family friendly or more, you know, I, I honestly, if because I'm, if I'm head of the company and I'm trying to make money, I'm keeping that shit fucking PG. Keeping it PG. The fans have turned heel on you now. <laughs> You've turned heel on the fans. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm just I'm just saying I'm trying to make money. Bitch. Right, um, <laughs> shit. Here's the thing. Uh. I'll answer these questions. I found the uh, deleted email. Okay. If I was head of creative, I would do. I would be sitting right next to Nick and saying, "Yeah, we do Austin Punk immediately." If Hogan was in better shape, we'd do Austin and Hogan, no doubt about it. Main event at WrestleMania at some point, but Hogan's not in the shape, and it's just not going to work. Um, I'd bring back Steve Austin for CM Punk. Which defunct championship would I bring back? Which championship? European title, and I'd give it to your buddy Antonio Cesaro. Okay, that could work. Yep. That could work. That could definitely work. Yeah. And uh, I don't know why they haven't done it, but, you know, fuck that U.S. title. That belt sucks. Um, Which WWE shows or pay-per-views are you going to... Like Nick said, I would bring back all the other ones because there's a lineage to those pay-per-views. And, yeah, there's, uh, they're already established names. Too. They were established names for years. They were beaten to the ground. I mean, if you go back and look at some of the pay-per-views from 2005, they have the crawler in the arena going 
like Judgment Day 2005, just to make sure that when you were watching that footage, you knew what year it was. Yeah. Now, you don't know what the hell you're watching. No, uh, no Way Out was in February, and now it's in fucking November, December, whenever they try to do it. October. <laughs> August. You know, it's like whenever yeah. they decide to put these things on. Yeah. So they, you know, and Backlash made sense. You know, you went to WrestleMania, and out of WrestleMania came the Backlash. Backlash. Yeah. Not Extreme Rules. You know, yeah. well, whatever. Um, Attitude Era, if I was a businessman, you got to please the sponsors. I wouldn't keep it as PG as WWE has been keeping it, but I wouldn't go full all-out ECW Attitude Era style. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'd keep it more like, what I would do is I would keep it like how Raw used to be. Like at the beginning of the Attitude Era. Yeah, like in the beginning the of the Attitude Era, era. from 9 to 10. Yeah. You didn't say badass Billy Gunn. You said B.A. Billy Gunn. Yeah, plus and, pe- some people forget. I don't mean to cut you off, but some people forget the early stages of the, the you know, Austin, the Austin era and like the early stages, like, you know, 90, like the early onset stages of the Attitude Era, WWE was still PG. Yeah. People don't, people seem to forget that. So yeah, you can still be edgy. Nine, yeah, from, you, from uh, I'm sorry. From nine to ten was Raw Zone. Yeah, and then uh, from ten to eleven was um, God. What the hell did they call it? It was called uh, not War Zone. War Zone was the game. <laughs> I don't know, but they called it something else. Yeah. Um, it was Raw. It was it either started as Raw and then it went to Raw Zone. Or it went from Raw Zone to Raw. I don't even remember. <laughs> if you watch the old footage, you'll see the little thing in the corner. That's yeah. why at the uh, the 9 o'clock hour, you would see the little logo come up in the corner like the show just started. Yeah. Because technically it did. The The adult portion of the show started. Yeah. Um, I would keep it like that. But again, I wouldn't have guys hitting each other in the head with chairs. No. You know, you can have guys curse, but you bleep it out. You know? Yeah. But not curse like, oh, fuck you people in the arena. You know, you got to – you're PG. You got to tone it down. Yeah. Maybe have one guy do it every once in a while. Not all the time. You got you, – some people got to remember. I, I, I would book more intense rivalries. I would book – everyone on the roster should have a storyline. Yes. Just like in the Attitude Era. That's what I would take from back then and put it now. Not put the attitude in it, but put the way that it was booked. Yeah. Everyone on the roster had an, had a purpose, they had a storyline. You were entertained because you were waiting for. Everyone was waiting for Steve Austin and The Rock at the end yeah. of the show. But to get you to the end of the show, you had crap going on with X Pac and Kane and Undertaker. Yeah. You know, you had the guys challenging X Pac and Kane, and Undertaker would interfere. Yeah. And the guys who won the tag titles from X Pac and Kane. Went on to the next feud, and they had a storyline, like, immediately. It wasn't like, oh, yeah, we're going to do a eight-man tag team turmoil match. No way. That didn't that didn't cut it. Everyone had a storyline. Yeah. and That's and the way pe- it should have been booked. They made yeah. stars out of nobody. Yeah, and people got to remember that, that that's 
ultimately what you need in wrestling to succeed as a company is, you know, good stories that make people, you know, you could be TV 14 all you want. You can have people bleed and hit people with chairs all you want. All you want. If your storylines suck, nobody's going to give a shit. Case in point, TNA. Yeah, TNA so, is trying to do the Attitude 2.0 and they can't even – nobody cares. Yeah, no one gives a shit because nobody cares about what they're putting out on TV. Nobody does. So to people who think that, you know, oh, blood and this and that and ECW type shit is the way to save a company, it's not. You need storylines. And as long as you got storylines, you can still be a, you know, a, a, a more family-friendly company and still put on riveting storylines on your television and get you people what? interested. When I was at work at Best Buy, one of the guys asked me in 2005, he asked me, at, right after One Night Stand. Yeah. He said, will they ever bring back ECW? Will WWE ever bring back ECW full-time? I said, no. Yeah. I was wrong. <laughs> but, but the reasoning was, I told the kid, I was like, they're not going to allow them to do that hardcore shit every night. It's just not going to happen. Yeah. A year later, they brought it back, and what do you know? Yeah. It wasn't flying. And it killed it killed itself. Um, but yeah, that's what I would take from the Attitude Era. I wouldn't take... The blood and all that, because that time is over. It's like, I will break it down for some of you people. You probably never heard of this show until recently, but there's a show called Beverly Hills 90210. It was a popular show in the 1990s because it reflected the time of the 1990s. They recently brought it back about four or five years ago on CW. Didn't it flop? Pretty it, much. It's still on TV, I believe, but it just flopped because it's now for this generation, like the YouTuber and the goth people and all that bullshit, <laughs> it's not the same show because the other show was for that time period. Yeah. You have to remember something. A lot of people don't know this. In the 90s, we had a lot of things going on. We had a president who had attitude. We had Jerry Springer on TV, fights on every show on Jerry Springer every day. Fighting and standing up to your boss and giving everybody the middle finger, that was acceptable in the 90s. You know, but now that period is over. And WWF at the time was following the pop culture that was going on in the 90s. WCW was PG, but they were in a wrestling war. They were the hottest thing on TV. They had Goldberg. They had Nash. They had the NWO. They had Hall, Hogan, DDP. Um, but ultimately, and all those guys had storylines too. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, that's what I would take. And uh, the Attitude Era was for its time, like Nick said, and that's it. Now, I, I'm not opposed to doing a one-night stand pay-per-view. No, I, that, that could work. But not but... like... You don't have to do the blood and everything. Bring back a, yeah. the Godfather. Have him fight Al Snow in the opening match. Yeah, just you know? bring back old Attitude Era guys and do it for one night. I can see that happening. At the but... end and Stun McMahon would pour a beer down his face. That's how you end the pay-per-view. <laughs> Stuff like that. Yeah. You know, they did it for ECW. Get a couple of WWF guys. Do Rikishi in them and yeah. the six-man tag. You know, too cool and Rikishi. Yeah, but... But, uh... We kind of saw that at Raw 1000. So, anyway... That's what I would take, and uh, that's what I would do, pretty much. So let's get on uh, Mark Main's question. All right, Mark Main. Uh, how come WWE is not doing anything with the Wyatt family? 
Uh, I don't think they know what to do with the Wyatt family. I don't know why. I, mean, sucks in the ring. I don't know. <laughs> that could be it. Um, but yeah, they haven't really done much ever since the whole Kane angle. I don't. So. You're probably gonna just. They're probably just gonna make you forget about that angle. I guess. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I don't know either. I, I honestly can't answer that question. I guess we'll just have to wait and see. I mean, apparently they're they're using them on the posters for SummerSlam or some shit. SummerSlam, so. it's over. I'm not some fucking Survivor Series. I don't fucking know. <laughs> I, there's so many people. I lose fucking track. But that anyway, yeah. That would be yeah, funny so. if they were using them for SummerSlam for next year. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, we're going to finally push these guys in a year. Just wait. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. But, um, so, yeah, I have, we have no idea what they're going to do. Question number the two. Family. Would you like to see the Wyatts versus Shield? Yes, I would. Yes. I want to see the Shield beat the fuck out of the Wyatts. Like, the Shield, like, Roman Reigns punches Bray Wyatt right in the mouth, make his teeth fall out and <laughs> not bleed. Jesus. It's like, uh, you've seen the Bronx Tale, right? Yeah. A Bronx Tale? Yeah, when yeah, the yeah. The Italian yeah. guys lock the bikers in the in the bar. And the Italian yeah, guys yeah, beat yeah. the shit out of the bikers. That's that's what I want to see between the Wyatts and the, <laughs> the Shield. Jesus, a bloody brawl. Um, I don't. You don't even have to make a face in the heel team. Yeah, just have them go at it. It'll be fun. Um, question number three: Do you guys like it when Triple H says what's best for business? Um, McMahon's been saying uh, that for years. Yeah, he just, just just doing it now because he's on Triple TV H is more playing regularly. the role of Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon, yes, a la the corporation like back in the day. So yeah, and it's funny because you saw at the end of that uh, Triple H documentary, Vince McMahon's like he wants to be Vince McMahon. <laughs> you saw yes. that, right? Yeah, yeah. And you were yeah, like, no, what? I... <laughs> but um, but yeah, so yeah, I mean, it, it's a it's a quote. It, it's now a quotable that gets him heat. So it's. He's going to keep saying it because it gets people to boo. So, um, Question number four. Would you like to see more people join the Shield? Absolutely no. not. No, they are fine the way they are. They got these guys over faster than Evolution got over. Yes, and they're still over. And when yeah. the Shield's music hits, you hear the stirring in the crowd. They know what's coming. You don't even need to hear the music. You see those guys walking down the entrance Yeah, way? yeah. Not the entrance way like the Titantron, but from the crowd... Yeah. You're like, oh, shit, shit's going down right now. Yeah, so. It's just going to happen. They're like the modern modern day NWO, and it didn't take nine months to build them up. No, they were over. Friggin' nine and eights and all, whatever they want. (laughs) Aces and assholes. (laughs) Oh, jeez. Last question. Question number five How come the Divas division still sucks, and where did Caitlyn go? The Divas division um, has always sucked. It, it's always for Trish sucked. and Lita. Trish and Lita, and there were some other ones, you know, like that. that I don't think Victoria, Victoria was, was that right. that bad. Yeah, yeah she was good. Yeah, um, I mean, so they've had you know their few good athletes here and there, but the, it's the, that's the thing. They don't go out and get athletes. They go out and they get models and they try to convert them into wrestlers. They do go out and they get cheered. That, I mean, that's one of the big th- reasons why I do hope the rumors are true that Karma's coming back. Because yeah. Karma is an actual real fucking a wrestler. Like she's not some model that you know transformed, and that that could help well, the she divas. Did, she lost a lot of weight though. Oh yeah, and, and good for her. Help her out in the ring. Yeah, yeah, good for her. So, um, but yeah, I mean, that's why is that they get these, you know, these like they just today they just signed some 
some some chick who's like an ex cheerleader or whatever. Like who do who cares? I mean, these women are not. I mean, they could be athletic at cheerleading, but cheerleading and wrestling are two completely different things. Um, you know, I mean, who knows? There's there's a lot of talk about some of the people. Um, like there's this girl named Paige in NXT. Yeah, she's like 15 years old though. <laughs> but but apparently she comes from a wrestling family, so. I mean, at least she's actually has it like in her blood. She's not some like she should have been Sister Abigail. (laughs) Oh, they blew it. Sister Abigail. Why not? Uh, Why you thought she was dead? She's not. (laughs) But um, but yeah. So I mean, who knows? They they could you know and eventually sign some more athletic divas, and in a few years you could see that. But it's not looking like they they want to change that because they know what sells and the sex sells and there's better looking women in the modeling and the, the cheerleading field than there are in the wrestling field and that's why they sign these women is so they can make money off them and you know so people can buy fucking magazines with photo shoots and DVDs and whatever they put on there and they use them for pay-per-view posters for SummerSlam in bikinis because that's what sells here's the thing with Karma yeah Karma met China at an autograph signing during the Attitude Era. Yeah. And China told her, you know, she could get into the business or whatever. I don't know if she hooked her up, but she went to Japan, man. She learned it tough over there. Well, yeah, they don't fuck around over there. No, they don't, especially <laughs> your American coming in yeah. there. Oh, yeah. It's like you're coming you're coming from WCW to WWF. you got to prove yourself all over again. Um, but in Japan, dude, they'll, put, they'll slap you in the face. Yeah. And they'll say, that's not what you do. You know, you you did it wrong. Do it again. And they'll yeah. slap you in the face again. She learned it tough. She's got the discipline. Um, I was happy when she came to WWE. She finally got her big break after the crap that went down at TNA. Yeah. And uh, unfortunately, you know, we know what happened with her in WWE. But she's on her way back. She wants yeah. to have a comeback. And I can't wait. Yeah. I saw a shoot saw. interview with her. So. She was, she's hilarious. She could be yeah. a comedian. But uh, she's one tough bitch, I'll tell you that. Yeah. And I would pay money to see her fight any one of the guys on pay-per-view. Yeah. That Royal Rumble where she pulled Michael Cole out of the ring, wow. <laughs> that was funny. That was hysterical. Because when I heard the music, I was like, is that the Boogeyman's music? Because I heard the piano. <laughs> the Boogeyman. And it was karma. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. And then she went right after Michael Cole. It was awesome. Yeah. Um, now, as far as Caitlyn goes, I don't know where she is. Oh no, I, it, I don't. I don't even think she knows where she, she is. Took her nineteen uh, eighties Nintendo music and left. Yeah, so who knows? We we might see her again. We might not. Who knows? You, you, these divas are always, you know, appearing for two months, then not appearing, and then you, you, they pop up again six months later. So who knows? I don't know. Yeah, she got arrested one time. Remember last oh, year? Yeah, she, was it DUI or some shit? She got arrested when she got to the arena because she didn't pay a $300 parking ticket or something. Oh, yeah, 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 okay. I knew it was something car-related. So she got arrested, posted bail like two hours before Raw was starting, <laughs> ran <laughs> back to the arena, got there in time, over 300 bucks. Can you believe it? Jesus Christ. Uh, so maybe that happened again. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but um, is that it? or That's it. All righty. Um... Thank you for your guys for your questions. Again, if you want to send in questions um, that we'll read right here on the show, 
Uh, send them in to CheapPopPodcastYT at gmail.com. Um, also look out on Twitter and Facebook before the show um, because we usually put up a thing that says send in your questions, this and that, and there will be a link to the email. Um, also, um, you can check us out on Twitter, twitter.com slash CheapPopNet, facebook.com slash CheapPop. Uh, stay locked in the CheapPop.net um, for more updates. Again, like I said, uh, we're thinking about doing live shows of higher quality recordings. Um, I'll be, we'll be, you know, I'll be talking to Perry about some of that stuff, and um, we will let you guys know what's going down. Um, and uh, yeah, this was episode thirty. I can't believe it's been thirty episodes already. Before we leave, um, okay, I, I think we spoke about this last week. TNA is promoting these Ethan promos. Ethan, oh. Who the hell is Ethan? <laughs> Does anybody know? I, I haven't. I I heard about it when they first talked about it, but oh man, I Ethan, never. Ethan's gonna bring the impact rating up to a three point oh. The company saved. Jesus Christ, Ethan. Yeah, I don't know who the fuck Ethan is. Well, I'll tell you who he's not. He is not Chris Jericho. <laughs> Ethan, who the hell is Ethan? Are you kidding? Ethan, man. <laughs> What is this, a novel now? Uh, Jesus Christ. Ethan is coming. Well, let me see this video real quick. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. They put out another video today? I guess so. Oh, Jesus. I'll, okay, I'll show so you this. This is... Okay, Perry's going to send me the video. This is the this is the final um segment of the show right here. Me seeing an Ethan video. Appears to be WWE and NXT star Derek Bateman. Oh God, Derek! He was um like fucking. He was on like NXT season two or three. I forgot he got released. Yeah, well, Ethan is coming. Now we know who oh. he is. And Derek Bateman's talented, but he's no savior of TNA. Oh come um, on, he's gonna get them a three point oh rating. <laughs> What I'm are looking you at talking this... about, you TNA basher? I'm looking at this video. Jeez. You know what the last page of the, the death of TNA should be? What? The very last page of the book should fucking say, Ethan is coming. And then you turn the page and the book is empty. It's done. <laughs> <laughs> he said. He said that bitch was adequate. What the fuck? There better be lions. What the f- Okay. Lions? Um, yeah, that's what he said in the video. Um, but yeah, no, Derek Bateman is talented, but this is weird. I don't know what the fuck he's doing. Um, he did say some funny lines in that promo, but yeah, um, it's not going to help save TNA. Um, I know why he's doing it. He Look, he's desperate. It's probably more money than the indies are going to offer him, but still, it's... TNA, I mean, it's a sinking ship. I mean, hopefully he doesn't crash and burn from this, but... Is he as good as Brian Anthony? <laughs> I don't know, man. Brian Anthony, he's that... You know, he's the top guy on the independents right now. He's a new champion. Yeah, the new champion. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. But, um, anyway, that's gonna do it for this episode of the Cheap Pop Podcast, episode number 30. Thank you once again for listening. Um, tune in again next week. Uh, I'm Nick. I'm Perry. And, uh, we'll talk to you guys... Next week, see you later. Bye-bye.